ramming your brain through a table of wrestling knowledge. Announce table. One hundred seventy six. T Mac forgot to pay his electricity bill because he's cozied up in a sleeping bag over there or something we got a blankie on no it's a blanket and i'm not i pay my bills it's just <laughs> it's very comfortable and it is cold outside it's snowing you have the cheesiest grin i'm gonna share this to our our uh, accounts instagram what is it tweet the table twitter's a table show facebook spanish announce table podcast yeah we like to use all the names we like to use all those things we're hip we're cool we're not we're not super we do have a snapchat but i haven't ever i haven't been on that thing in a long time snapchats for uh like public accounts or like businesses is whack yeah don't follow us yeah no that's like a yeah that's a uh that's a very personal thing i don't know if snapchat makes any goddamn money man Snapchat is for uh, friends and uh, significant others. That's what Snapchat's for. Yep. I like that. Yep. So, yeah. So, we're on those things. Uh, we also have a email, tableshow at gmail.com, so you can send your PayPal donations, where you can sponsor us to go to events and do Facebook Live videos and uh, tell people how great you are. All you got to do is donate us a little bit of money. Tableshow. Yes. Gmail.com. How are you? I'm how well, you? man. You had an exciting uh, last week or so, yeah? Yes. I yeah. did. Yeah, it was fun. Went to Las Vegas. Yes. Uh, with my good friend Matt, uh, we were there Thursday night into Sunday night, and uh, had some fun. We went to MGM Grand. We stayed at Mandalay Bay, which is beautiful. Um, went to all the places: Caesar's Palace, all the places, uh, New York, New York, uh, the Bellagio. We gambled. We won some money. We lost some money. Um, we ate, I had a $23 bloody Mary. Jeez. Yeah. It had a full stick. It had a full stick of, uh, beef jerky, a full crab leg, a full piece of shrimp, like a jumbo piece of shrimp. Uh, it had banana peppers. It had olives. It had pickles. Uh, it had, it was the best bloody Mary I've ever had too. It tasted amazing. Oh my God. The blend of it was great. It was 24 ounces. So I got my money's worth. Yeah. That's a lot. Uh, I got that with the meal. So you can tell what it kind of did. I was eating. Yeah. yeah. I was eating. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, and then there was a couple places that had like unlimited, like this, uh, it was hard rock cafe. They had unlimited bloody Mary's from seven to noon. Uh, for $13. So I did that nice. every morning. And um, then there's a couple other places. Oh, man. Sin City Brewing. If you ever go to Vegas, it's a uh, brewing company specific to Las Vegas. And it oh, their stout is so good. Oh, my God. And then there's another uh, local brewery that we went to. It was called Bender's. Bender's Morning Joe could be the best beer I've ever had in my life. It is so good. Like I looked it up online to like order it, and I've never done that before. And so 
It's great. So did all those fun things in Vegas. And then Saturday night, uh, Matt attended his first UFC in person at the Palms uh, River something casino, River yep. Boat Casino. All those things. Um, yeah, and it was my third or fourth, third or fourth UFC event. And my good friend Tim Elliott was the main event taking on champion Demetrius Johnson for the flyweight championship of the world. Uh, God, what a great first round. Second round, I even gave it to Tim just because I thought he dominated three minutes in comparison to Demetrius's two. So three beats two. I had Tim winning the first two rounds, but then the final three, Demetrius, uh, basically used a tactic that's called lay and pray. And for those un, uh, unknowledgeable about mixed martial arts, basically that just means I'm going to take you down or we're going to get to the ground somehow. And I'm going to get top position and then I'm going to stall and I'm not going to do anything, but I'm going to use my superior grappling to make sure you don't do anything either. But because I have top position, I'm winning. And so he did that and he did really well. Tim did so great. I was so proud of him. Uh, And Demetrius Johnson, no kidding, is arguably either the number one or number two best fighters in the world at any weight division. Like him and John Jones, you could make the case – uh, for a dominant Cruz or uh, even a Conor McGregor, but it's really John Jones or Demetrius Johnson, one and two. Uh, so Tim, facing that caliber of an opponent, uh, went out there, dropped him, had him in a deep choke that I thought was going to uh, w- have him win by submission. Unfortunately, didn't happen. Uh, both guys did really well. It was a fun night of fights. Actually, every every night of or every fight that night was uh, really fun. Uh, very enjoyable. Um, so that was our Saturday night. And then uh, Sunday we did some more walk-in and things like that. And then we went to Friedmont Street, which was pretty crazy. Uh, people were doing like skyline uh, or uh, what's that thing? Zip line, zip lines above our head. And there was like a big uh, LED screen playing all different types of music above us and then street performers. And it was all just craziness and fun. That's what we did on Friday night. Thursday night, uh, we just uh, hung out. We walked about eight miles. Fun fact about Vegas. It looks like it's all crammed together. It ain't. Yeah. No, it's out it there. It ain't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you got to walk a lot from yeah, one place to the other. It's a, Yeah, it's big. Yeah. So uh, we did that. Um, and then we came home Sunday night, basically Monday morning around like one in the morning. Uh, and then Monday was, uh, apparently I'm not good with history. No, I am. And I knew it. I'm just trying to play it off. But Emily and I have been, have been together for nine months now. Really? So, yeah. We, we spent time together and that was fun and nice. And uh, man, has it been that long? Huh? I know, right? It kind of sneaks up on you, <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, yeah. you, you, you've been there. I mean, we have all been there for that long, you know, yes. you, the listener, mm-hmm. and you, Tim. It doesn't feel that long, mm-hmm. does it? Mm-hmm. But it's yeah, really we've all been, we've all been uh, passengers on this journey, yeah, and it's mm-hmm. been awesome. It's been it great. has been good for you, I think so. Yeah. Her, you know, that's you? up in the air. That's hard <laughs> for her. You know, we don't, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She she's still doing uh, hashtag keep the receipts on all gifts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, uh-huh. she needs to. She can take it back. Right. Uh, 
And she might. That's, yeah. She might. You never know. <laughs> never know. Every day that she texts back after I say hello, I'm just like, oh, we're still doing this. Awesome. Hey, we're still here. Yeah. yeah. That's great. I'm, still in, I'm yeah. still in the running. Still in the running. Yeah, this weekend I uh, took my wife uh, and some of her friends. We went uh, to a restaurant, uh, a great restaurant downtown called Tannen Wine Bar in Kansas City. Uh, very great. Service was amazing there. Um, what, say it again, Tannen, like T-A-N-N-I-N-G? Without the G. Oh, tan. okay. Tannen, T-A-N-N-I-N, wine bar. Yep. Yeah, forgive me for not having the address, but it was great. Uh, yeah, staff was great, and so was the food and the drinks. Loved all of that. And then we went downtown. Uh, not really downtown. We just went down to P&L in Kansas City. Went to Power a, and Light. A nightclub. Yep, Power and Light, uh, which is a like a bar and restaurant Gimmick, as they would say, in Kansas City. Calm down. Calm. <laughs> yeah, what area, right? It's a, it's a it's a place for adults to have fun. And uh, we went to Mosaic Nightclub. Uh, we've talked about that place before. Uh, uh, friends of the show, running the door there, keeping people safe, right? It's the the Royal Twins. It is the royal, the royal blood, the royal royal blood. Yes. yes, of the National Wrestling League, which we'll get into here in a little bit. So, uh, they, my face uh, looks fat in this picture. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the Royal Blood made us feel comfortable. Uh, otherwise known as the Regal Twins, to to our listeners who are wondering who we're talking about, if we haven't discussed that yet. But uh, and we had a blast there, a uh, little dancing, a little drinking, more than a little drinking on my part. Uh, but we had a DD, so that was fun. Oh man, did they rip you off? I always rip people off uh, when I was the DD. You know oh, what no, I would do? Yeah. This is what I would do if I was DD. Uh-huh. So like, let's say I was driving and it was you and your wife and your friends. You know. What you do is you're like, all right, I got the keys, and then you get in the car and mm-hmm. you drive and you drive and you kind of get stuck in traffic a little yep, bit, you know. Yep. Then you're like, hey, we get, we need gas, and then you stop and you get gas. You're like, hey, everyone, throwing in a couple dollars. Everyone oh yeah, in a no. Couple dollars. You get a couple dollars, then you get back out on the road. Everyone's talking. We're still loving life. Everything's awesome. Hey, stop at another gas station, get another cup. I've made like twelve dollars, fifteen dollars on some nights just yeah. being DD. No, uh, well, I paid for everything all night anyway, um, so. Uh, well, look at you, money bags. So. Take me out. Uh, nope. And then uh, the next day we went, uh, it was just me, her, and her best friend. Uh, well, they went um, on, this was the next day, on Saturday, they went on a, like a ladies spa day, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they did uh, all that. And then they went and got matching tattoos. They've been best friends for like, you know, over a decade. And then uh, and then Sunday we all went to the, um, uh, what's it, the, the Pompeii exhibit here at the Union Station. Was right, it fun? We got all artistic, like that was good. I've actually been to Pompeii, and so we, I was kind of like, yeah, did it. You know what I mean? It kind of, it's like, eh. oh, you know you've I mean? actually been to Pompeii, right? Okay, yeah. gotcha. So yeah, an exhibit yeah. about it. You're like, yeah, I was there. Yeah, you know what I mean? You're kind of. I'm like, oh man, this is cool. Like, cause we're, you know, we've been there, but her best friend hadn't been there, so we were like, this is cool, but like, it's way cooler when you're there and like seeing. Right. It. Yeah, and yeah. So. Uh, but I, I mean, a great exhibit, of course. I mean, the Union Station does pretty good with those kind of things. Um, and then, uh, but Saturday night, I went to the final ever Metro Pro. Longtime listeners know we've talked up Metro Pro quite a bit. This is the final Metro Pro uh, for the forever, you know, uh, theoretically, because the National Wrestling League has acquired all of its assets along with St. Louis Anarchy, and they are starting up. The National Wrestling League here and in St. Louis with Fight KC and Fight St. Louis. So it was a nice, uh, they worked uh, out a nice 
Nice storyline to kind of blend into that. It was fun if anybody was there and caught that. Uh, it was a great show. Uh, friend of the show, uh, Sterling Regal, got to wrestle uh, coming out of retirement, Jeremy Wyatt. Uh, the Monarch. The, show. the Monarch, yeah. Um, and uh, then Wyatt turns heel and aligns with Strider, who had recently gotten fired earlier in the show. Uh well, it was the last Metro Pro, but it was the first match for uh, our good friend Anthony Sharkbait Gutierrez. And he, he wrestled. did, yes. He did. And yeah, it was fun. Good for him. It was fun seeing him out there all in, in his gear. Doing, he didn't know that wasn't his gear. He didn't think he was wrestling. When he showed oh, up, right, he was yeah. doing a tryout. So he's wearing somebody then, else's gear. Yeah, he was wearing yeah. the Regal Twins gear. Oh, yeah, that makes sense, yeah. And uh, he thought, yeah, he just showed up to do a, <laughs> like a, a tryout before the event started. Yeah. And then they're like, hey, man, uh, you're going to get into this, I guess, what it was, a battle royal? Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, he got into a battle royal. That was his first match. And it was fun, yeah, it was fun. I, I was marking out, I'll give it that. That was fun. Well, think about this. Think about this. When we started this podcast, he maybe once watched – Monday Night Raw. He he liked it, but he was wanting to know more about it, right? And the most he was doing at that time was watching three segments of Monday Night Raw after he had trained at Glory, right? So he goes from a segment or two a night to now doing a pro wrestling match. How cool is that? I know. It's... I- it Remember was when we had him on the WrestleMania special where we had Jeremy Wyatt and then he was the like mm-hmm. newbie outsider. Yep. Now he's in there. He's in there. Yeah, he he's, could be our wrestler guy. It. Yeah, and the next yeah. time we do that, yeah, that was super fun. And then seeing the Regals uh, get a such a, a marquee spot in there also, uh, and it was really well written. And of course, Major Basin, uh, the president who we've interviewed, uh, he uh, addressed the crowd and. Uh, some interesting things. All their shows online, for YouTube for free. He said, so that'll be neat. Um, National Wrestling League. National right? Wrestling League. That's how you League. find it on YouTube. Uh huh. In the N W L. Yeah. So there's Fight KC and Fight STL, and so yeah, now a lot of a lot of local workers get to do this full time for a living. Right? Yeah, I mean, we should we should have them on again to talk about some real benefits about signing yeah, with the company because they have yeah. real benefits other than just being treated like a right. t- 1099 we got, worker. We got a laid back, fun, quick interview uh, with him, and not even fun, I mean, quick. I mean, he gave us a you know a good chunk of time, but we it was new. We were kind of feeling everybody out, so we didn't really weren't able to kind of get into some of the weeds of. Hey, man, you're starting a pro wrestling organization, so maybe I'll reach out and see if he'll be willing to sit down with us again. Um, But tickets online, nwleague.com. Go find your stuff if you're in the St. Louis, Kansas City area. And hey, man, let's get into what we normally talk about, man. We're normally very WWE-focused and NXT and that sort of thing. And whatever else you want to talk about, which you can do so through hashtag Tweet the Table. More on that later. But we always kick these episodes off talking about the news, right? The the behind-the-curtain stuff, the rumors, that kind of stuff. You want to go first? You want me to go? What you got? I'll go first. Okay, one second here. This time, for the mother loving news. Live from New York, it's John Cena. He's hosting SNL. Yeah, that you missed. <laughs> hey man. Hey man, yeah, it was great. Though your your delivery was great. Your performance was good. Yeah, just there. You go. Yeah. 
<laughs> Where you at, Mop? Mop had an amazing uh, uh, call on another podcast that I, I heard one time uh, uh, that focused on Take that exact shot. thing there, right? Uh, saying, uh, this is not how that song goes. Uh, he's like, you man up and you blow that heart out of the side of your mouth. He's like, give me that whistle. <laughs> it was great. All right. So yeah, John is going to be hosting Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. It's going to be this Saturday night. That'll be fun, uh, man. He'll have some funny spots and, and, you know, they'll know how to write with, you know, the thing about SNL, they, they do the guests well. You know I mean? They, they usually yeah, know how to play into the gas well. And he knows how to make fun of himself. Yeah. So it's not like he takes himself too seriously. I imagine they're going to do a lot of fun things. It was fun when The Rock well, hosted and a he's, few years back. He's good enough actor for SNL to pull off what they're going to have him do. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. And he's, a, he's very comfortable in front of a live crowd. Yeah, so right. that's going to be good, too. The musical guest is Marin Morris. If you know who that is, congratulations. Don't. I don't. Um, but yeah, so John Cena, uh, WWE and the NBC network, uh, specifically this time Saturday night live will be partnering up, uh, look for, I bet there's, I bet triple H shows up. He showed up when the rock first hosted SNL. Remember yeah. they did a skit, Mick Foley, big show and triple H showed up. Yeah. Somebody will not show up. Shocked if you see a Seth Rollins, triple H or Stephanie McMahon, or a Mick Foley uh, uh, as a part of a skit. Yeah, Mick Foley because he lives there, right? He lives in that area, in that New York. Well, they all do. Yeah. Well, yeah, a lot of them do. Yeah, that's true. All well, them, not all the Rollins, but I'm thinking of the the McMahons. Yeah, the Triple McMahons H all live up there. Yeah, yeah, they live up in that Connecticut region up there. Uh, okay, all right, my turn. Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're saying he snook out? Oh, Jimmy Snuka. Jimmy Snuka's court case continues as the judge over uh, or hearing his retrial for the 1980s death of his then-girlfriend requested new medical records. It is being said by Snuka's representation that he is in hospice care following a diagnosis of terminal stomach cancer and given six months to live. It is being reported that Snuka will likely be deemed unfit to stand trial. Snuka's wife said Snuka will often escape their home with the belief that he needs to make an appearance in a WWE match. Wait a minute, he needs to make an appearance? That's that's what he keeps thinking, and he's, like, escaping oh. the hospice care. So, uh, so, who knows, man? It's It's been questioned, the validity of, of the Snooka claims, but uh, I don't know, man. It, 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 if it's that bad, I guess, uh, man, that's bad news. Uh, it could just also be like, hey, we're going to say worst case scenario so that you kind of let this thing go, please. Yeah, please. He's, he, and you know what? I mean, it is kind of a – I've seen Snooker before this thing came back up, and he looked like he was kind of not mentally all there. You know what I mean? Like, Has he ever been mentally there after the coconut? And, yeah, I mean, think of what happened to Benoit that they attribute to that flying headbutt. And he did that top rope splash how many times? All the time. I'm sure that dude has concussed 90, 11 times. That's not even a number. Yeah, exactly. That's how many times. All right. (laughs) I I hope for the best for Jimmy Snuka. And and I hope, you know, I don't even know. You know, uh, she got all of her experiences with small businesses being a part of the WWE. <laughs> uh, Linda McMahon. 
Donald oh, Trump picks mm. Linda McMahon as the head of Small Business Administration. <laughs> what a fucking um, joke. I mean, at one point, three decades ago, she handled a small business. No, that was, no. In, okay, uh, we're, let, let's shoot it straight. Yeah. Did she handle some of the finances, writing the checks, making sure the office work, uh, sure. flights, well, but and like maybe that. some investments was she and stuff like that. Handling the yeah. business, I would imagine she was handling the financial side of the business. Yes, I imagine she had a lot of say in what investments they took on, how much, some budgetary stuff, which is pretty big in a business role. I mean, the you COO is a big deal, and then she was you CEO. You think she for a was while. a part of that? I think she was a large part of that. Yeah, I bet you. I think she, I think she, I, do, I never thought of her as a decision maker. She may not, a, at least not in a creative or a. No, no, outside of the ring. I, I know. Not. Yeah. I'm saying I never thought, uh, I'm trying to use different examples here to kind of be broad because I don't know specifics. But uh, what I'm saying is I don't think she had the visionary concept of the WWE network. Oh, no. I don't think she had no, 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 the no. visionary concept of Saturday but, night main event. No, but what she may have done is wrestling connection is Vince goes, I'm going to do this. And she's like, huh, remember the XFL? Cause right now we have, you know what I mean? And was able to say like, this is a bad investment at this time for those reasons. And maybe kept him from bankrolling too hard sometimes, which he's been prone to do. True. Now, let's uh, get to the real gist of this story. She's ran three times uh, for senator in the state yeah. of Connecticut, has failed all three times, all three is times. desperately wanting to be in politics. The McMahon family gave a noted Ridiculous amount. It could have been yeah. more. It, well, it was noted that they gave $6 million. Could have been more. And so let's just be honest. This is a, hey, we gave you money. Oh, here's your uh, here's your thank you gift. It's uh, head of a you know agency we that no one pays attention to. WWE Hall of Famer and the former CEO running shit in our government now. Yeah, but it's small business. I mean, now, I don't really know, honestly, well, the... You know what that is? The nuts and bolts, but... They're going to... Neither one of them give a shit about small business. They are both going to uh, trump what he's doing now. I mean, like, they are going to... It's all businessmen, man. They are going to rate everything. They're going to make it harder on small businesses and make sure that the larger businesses are being taken care of. Of course, because let's just say that this... Let's just say that she was the visionary behind the network and Saturday Night Main Event and all of these things that I don't think she was a part of. Let's just say she was. What she definitely was a part of is a business that says pro wrestlers are not employees. They're independent contractors. They don't deserve benefits. They have to pay for their own hotel. They have to pay for their own travel. They have to show up when we tell them to. But when it comes tax season, ha ha ha, you got to take that all out on yourself. That's not a small business. Business, you yeah, piece of I know. Shit. Yeah, the the fact that they're not paying, and that's one of the things that we need to kind of dis- hear more discussions about on the NWL with uh, Major Basin is they're not paying benefits, right? Yeah, they're not paying but, benefits, but it's and a they, small business, and they <laughs> absolutely not, not NWL here. And I'm it's talking fine. About WWE. It's fine if you don't want to, but then you have to allow them to have a union like the NFL players do, because then they can build that thing for themselves. You know what I mean? Well, like, and here's the other thing: an independent contractor's basic definition is that they will perform a task that they are assigned to, but they do it on their time and their uh, their own workflow, right? So an independent contractor can't be told when to show up to go to work. 
because then they're an employee. Yeah, well, so you can agree. They have to be yeah. performing from well, 7 to 10 or be Well, that's all based in the contract, date. though. So you can be an independent contractor and agree to terms like that in the contract. But an independent contractor does not have to sh- – no, by definition, an independent contractor does not have to show up when told. That's what they do. It's like it's like a landscaping, right? You hire landscaping. They say yeah. we'll have it done in two weeks, but they could show up from seven to ten in the morning if they yeah, want, right. if you agree to it. You know what I mean? But yeah. there's a fifty-fifty. Oh, I don't know, man. So, like it, this it, yeah. person's in this charge is... of our small business. I'm telling you, man. Uh, uh, wrestling aside, that's fucking a stupid move. Things but, like you know, income whatever. inequality and poverty, uh, stricken areas are going to be uh, increasing. Well, you know what? Then they have uh, Ben Carson to look to because he's in charge of the housing. You know, the doctor who does brain surgery knows how to be in charge of houses. And just like the wrestling woman knows how to be in charge of small business. So weird. I don't even understand how this, like. All right, we're going to move on. <laughs> Can't even... I didn't even notice. Ryback is gone. E-Wrestling News reports that both Jerry the King Lawler and Lita are no longer appearing on WWE television regularly. E-Wrestling News cites WWE Public Relations as saying that Lawler and Lita are both still under WWE Legends contracts, but will not be appearing on WWE programming on a regular basis. I heard that Lita's gone. Yeah, I heard like done, done, but they, yeah, they like say. Done, 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 done. Yeah. Oh, good, but they weren't bringing anything. They weren't bringing anything new and... At least with Jerry Lawler, and this is sad because I just still think he's a great guy, but yep. his age and it looked like on the pre-show panel, which you should be taking care of the best, but even in that atmosphere that WWE is going faster than what he can operate at. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it like it still looked like he could hit home runs with his quick one liner zingers, you know, about the baby face or the heel, whoever he needed to be. It still seemed like he could do that, but he couldn't deliver it when it was needed. Like Renee Young would throw to him and he would just like, Oh, my favorite match was, Oh, did you believe that? Uh, Seth uh-huh. And he would just be jumbled. And then he'd get that, you know, one Kalisto so short. You could see his feet in his driver's license picture, <laughs> which is a great line. But it was delivered when they're talking about Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens or something. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it was just Lita, late. I thought, was the more surprising of the two because even though she is a bad pre-show and <laughs> yeah, post-show she all that stuff, I still thought she could have been used as far as more like here's how you cut a promo when you're being a tweener, you know, evil – uh, baby face kind of character, right? Like yeah. she was good at that kind of stuff. Now I heard the rumor that she, or I read the rumor that she's gone, gone. So if she's just gone from this role, but still doing her like trainer and all that stuff, more power to her. But Jerry Lawler, I don't know what that poor guy can do. Cause it <sighs> seems like he's just been passed by. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I, I felt like that's been coming for a while, so I don't know. Let's I just mean, take. Eventually, yeah. I mean, and the, it's not like a, it's not an insult to him. That happens to legitimately oh, everyone. Yeah. Eventually, a fast-paced moving business will pass you up by the time you get to be, how old is sixty, seventy, yeah, somewhere yeah. in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so yeah, it makes sense. All right, well, let's take a break. We will come back and we will do tweet the table. That's where you tell us what to talk about. Stick around to the break for tweet the table on Spanish Nouns Table, SpanishNouns Table dot net, and. 
It requires seven to eight trees to provide enough oxygen for just one person per year. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com I will define the things you Hey, what's up? It's WWE superstar Dolph Ziggler here, and you're listening to the Spanish Announce Table on the Trending Topics Network. Back on the Spanish Announce Table, episode 176. Fresh off some busy weekends that we had. Uh, but we managed to catch all the wrestling. Did you catch some of the wrestling, T-Mac? I did. You know what was really cool is the flight back home was during TLC, but they had free Wi-Fi. So yeah. I watched the WWE Network flying from Vegas to Kansas City. That is it was so awesome. Cool. Yeah, it was really cool. I love living in the future. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. This is Tweet the Table. This is where you tell us what to talk about. You go on your Twitter machine. Use hashtag Tweet the Table. Tell us your any and every wrestling thought, and we read them. Right, you? Just like that. And we comment back and forth. And we had TLC at Mr. Fourth Row says, does the TLC logo look similar to the Cars movie logo? Hashtag tweet the table. He mm-hmm. sent a uh, yeah. like a uh, half and half, you know, yeah. like a comparison. And yeah, yeah kind of did. It does. I'll give him that. Uh, two people on this one at the ultimate one says the reason this Carmella Bella match doesn't work is because it lacks emotional investment. Hashtag tweet the table. And at WIRCATA says Nikki Bella looks so badass with the new hairstyle. I quite enjoyed that no DQ match. Hashtag tweet the table. Oh, hold on. What? What doesn't requ- say the first one? Something doesn't have the reason this Carmella Bella match doesn't work is because it lacks emotional investment. No, it lacks because the finish was a fire extinguisher to the butt. <laughs> That's pretty easy to fucking figure out why we didn't like that shit. All right. Yeah, so devastating. Let's get a JR call on that. <laughs> what about a Don West call? Give me the Don West call of that match. Oh my God! Look at these women. Here they go. They're gonna be going all into it. Look at the fire extinguisher. It's on her boobs. It's on her butt. Oh my God! Let's make a DVD. We can call it Hot Takes. This is gonna be awesome. We'll sell it four for four dollars. It's the best take of the week. Yeah. That was uncanny. <laughs> uncanny. At B underscore double underscore D. Because after that ass whipping, I don't think Kalisto is going to be too excited to do much more of that lucha thing. Hashtag tweet the table. At the ultimate one says, Corbin versus Kalisto was a pretty good period. Uh, I hope this feud continues. Hashtag tweet the table. At Chris Mercado 32 says, it's hard to make a chairs match entertaining, but Baron Corbin and and Kalisto pulled it off. Well done. Hashtag tweet the table. I like the match. I I like Baron Corbin a lot. And yeah, I mean, Kalisto is always good. He never pulls up lame or anything. So. But why isn't he on 205 Live? I think they think he's bigger than that. That shows you what they think of the 205 thing. They're like, yeah. He's not. Yeah. I know he's not, but they think he is. No, he wrestled for the Cruiserweight Championship. So obviously they don't think he's bigger than 205. So why aren't they just putting him on the show? 
I think they think he is mildly bigger than 205 Live. He's like treat a, the cruiserweights to have him on both shows, but then their title and all their matches that, that have storylines are performed on 205 Live. Yeah, it's weird. I don't like it. I hate it. They, they've, and I shouldn't say I hate it because I don't really hate anything. I sports hate it, if anything. Mm-hmm. But it's just sports hate a clutch to think. Yeah, you know, sports hate. Yeah, that sports hate. Like, I sports yeah. hate the Raiders. I don't give a fuck about the Raiders. But, like, I you sports, sports hate. hate young bucks. I don't right. care about them. I hope now, they have beautiful yeah. sons and daughters now, and live a great life. Now, I don't like them. Now, I legitimately hate the KU Jayhawks. That's like an actual. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw an don't old friend be, of mine. I saw an old friend of mine from my childhood who was a K State graduate, uh, and he. He married a, a KU graduate, and they live in Florida. And one day I saw him on Facebook, and they were on the beach, and he was wearing a KU shirt. And I, I insulted him and said I didn't want to be friends with him anymore. You're friends with a KU person? I know. I know I'm friends with KU people. I'm just fucking around. I sports hate I'm da- I, I'm dating a KU person. She goes to KU Medical. Well, that's different. That's a doctor school. <laughs> Shut up. Don't have parameters and conditions. It's the only do- it's only medical school if you're going to go in the state, so you have to go to KU Med School if you're going to go to a medical school. Of, well, you know what I mean? Of that level. Anyhow, but yeah, well, right. I just sports yeah. hate all this stuff. So going back to the cruiserweight division, I just sports hate how they clusterfucked it. You know what I mean? Like that's the only thing I hate. It's just yeah. stupid. Mm-hmm. But I sports hate it. I don't really hate it. Or people chiming in on this one at B underscore double underscore D. Becky versus Alexa. Let me go get the lotion. Uh, uh, a drink. Hashtag treat the table. At the ultimate one, wow, this Lynch versus Bliss match is going well. They're being really brutal to each other. Hashtag treat the table. At Katie First Lady says, happy for Alexa Bliss, new champion. Hashtag tweet the table. And at GBL316 says, hashtag tweet the table. I'm a Becky Lynch fan, but all hail the new women's champ, Alexa Bliss. Uh, did you notice that the title is bigger than her? Yeah. <laughs> That's a that's a thing. Um, I thought it was a good match. I yeah. thought the finish was a little bit original and almost. I don't know. To, did, did it seem like this to you? But it kind of seemed surprising. Like, oh, there it is. Yeah, it did. And and I think like I I thought going into this, I was like Becky Lynch should win, or I mean Alexa Bliss should win this because you know what I mean I was like she's fire on the mic. Any it, she's going to be a great heel champion for a baby face to try to topple, right? But would you would you say she's straight fire on the mic? <laughs> yeah, she's straight fire on the mic. Um, but I, I did notice that Becky Lynch was starting to come into her own there, too. So I was like, ooh, that might uh, quell any momentum that she had there. I like Becky Lynch. I'm a big fan of her now. Uh, since the, the draft, I've become an even mm. bigger fan. Yes. I think she's really uh, – yeah. she she's doing really well at establishing herself as the top or a top female. That's true. Where I thought when she was a part of the four horsewomen, it was the three of them and then – oh, hey, And Becky. then Becky Lynch, yeah. Yeah, she does, she does come off with more authority and more just stance. You know? yeah, yeah, she has more clout. She has more swagger. Yeah, she right. has more presence. Yeah, she definitely so, has a, a swagger about her now, yeah. So I definitely like her a lot. I think it was good just from a storyline 
perspective to have Alexa win because now we're going to get to see them kind of move in different directions, I think. And then from there, maybe in a couple pay-per-views, then they come back and wrestle for the title or do another feud away from the title. But I think it's it's going really well. I think what's next is going to be Alexa and Nikki. I think that's where we're going to go. Okay. Yay. At Chris Mercado 32. Says anyone hear the Miz yell motherfucker when he fell at least 20 feet? Sold the hell out of that leg. Hashtag tweet the table. And at Lady Undertaker says, crazy match with Ziggler and Miz. Who thought you could make a ladder match uh, or who thought you could win a ladder match with a simple crotch shot? Hashtag tweet the table. Never been hit in the dick? <laughs> well, Lady Undertaker probably is not, no. Well, then that's you definitely can win a match by getting hit in the dick <laughs> yeah. or hitting someone that's, in the dick. Yeah. I'm going to try to win that match. That's why they make it a disqualification because it's so easy. This yeah, guy yeah. hit him in the dick. <laughs> per- yeah, perfect point right there. Right. Yeah, make, make it a disqualification. Because that's all anybody would do is just hit each other in the dick and the match is over and be like, this sucks. There was a there was a skit on Key and Peel and they made fun of MMA, but they made it nut shot MMA where the only strikes were shots to the crotch. <laughs> right. That's like, God, uh. At Balatosis X says Bray Wyatt finally has a belt. They'll reign until they self-destruct, but for now, hell yes, hashtag tweet the table. At WIRCAT, it says, good to see Bray capture his first title, hashtag tweet the table. And at Lady Undertaker says, wow, Bray Wyatt getting his first title. Tag champs with Orton, of all people, hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, who would have thought that in 2016, we would say, like in January of 2016, if I pitched you the idea that we're going to have Randy Orton as a tag team champion like what yeah even if i would have told you that it's gonna be bray wyatt and randy orton you'd be like that's gonna yeah. suck right, right. that'll it, blow hard you would have thought this sucks a stupid but idea it's so cool it is I cool i like it, it a lot. and i love i love their pose i love that bray wyatt is still doing the arms out raven yep. you know jesus crucify thing yep. orton's still doing the pose but then luke harper has both titles because it's like almost beneath bray wyatt to yeah. hold the titles so we've got like, an, we've got enough uh, history between us to think of many people that this has happened to, wrestlers that are serial, uh, piecemeal tag team artists, right? I'm talking James Storm, I'm talking Randy Orton, I'm talking Chris Jericho, Big Show, right? Is Orton the one who's been the most successful over multiple tag teams? Because he had what? He had Rated R, right? The Rated RKO. He rated has this RKO. one. Yeah, he has this. Maybe Jericho's probably had more of those, huh? No, I would say Wharton, because you had Evolution. Yeah, you had Evolution. Then you had Rated RKO. Yeah. Then you had Legacy. Legacy. And then, then he had his feuds, like where he was begrudgingly with John Cena or something like that. And so, so does Randy Orton things. work better in a group? No, Big Show. Big Show. Maybe Big Show. No, maybe Kane. Yeah, maybe Kane. Because Kane had Brothers of Destruction, yep, he had Kane the and Xbox, Hell No, uh, Team Hell No, Kane and Big Show, um, yeah, Kane and Big Show, yep, ooh, well, yeah. So, and what did Jericho have? Jericho had Jericho Show, right? He had, uh, uh-huh. he, he had, had uh, Jericho and Edge, Edge, yep. Edge was another one. Edge had Edge, yeah, Christian and RKO. He had Edge and Christian. He had Edge the and Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people. That's good talking points. All right. At GBL316 says, seeing all of these non US commentators make me realize how by the WWE is. Hey, yo. By what? 
Mm-hmm. Lady Undertaker says, Ellsworth is a heel. Oh, my God, Styles could have a sidekick. Boy, Wonderchin. Hashtag tweet the table. At Balatosis X says, this main event makes me hate that I can't watch SmackDown live. Damn. Hashtag. Damn. Hashtag tweet the table. At Chris Mercado 32 says, well, it looks like Styles will need to get a new pair of tights. Too bad. Those look new. Hashtag tweet the table. And at B underscore double underscore D says, so. We just going to act like AJ's asshole isn't hanging out? Okay. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, his asshole was, was hanging out. The match was too good to just talk about how he had a hole in his pants. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He did a 450 splash out yes. from the inside of the ring to the outside. Yeah. But his asshole was hanging out. Oh, come on. <laughs> that match was better than that. And, and the match was better than that, but it's a moment that'll that right. people get to use that in promos forever, man. Yeah. Well, they're stupid and small brained. Um, <laughs> but here's the thing about the Ellsworth that I absolutely love. He didn't turn heel. I know he didn't turn heel. He's he just, just a fucking moron. Yeah. Stupid logic. Yes. Yes. God, he's delusional logic. Yes. That's what made it he's great. like, I have your number. And they're like, what the fuck yeah, is wrong with you? The thing I would have done is Talking Smack is a great vehicle to push storylines and get narratives and continue things, yes, right? That's absolutely. a great, great vehicle. Yes, but still, yep. the casual fan isn't tuning into Talking Smack. They will watch the pay-per-view and then wait for SmackDown. Yeah. So if you only did those two things... You didn't catch the logic. What I would have done, me just being nitpicky, is keep everything the same. Except for AJ was going to win that match without Ellsworth's help. I would have changed how like Dean was on top. Yeah. And then, you know what I mean? Because AJ would have just won that easily. So anyhow, but changing that aside, what I would have done is Ellsworth pushes the table. Ambrose falls through. AJ gets the title. Uh, Ellsworth kind of celebrates, but he's celebrating because he thinks he can beat AJ, not because AJ beat right. Amber. Yeah. What I would have done is then grabbed a uh, backstage. Per- I would have said, yeah, Renee, because Renee's a yep. SmackDown person. I would have had Renee run out to the ring in the like entrance way and stop Ellsworth and say, Ellsworth, James Ellsworth, what did why? you just yeah, do? Why? Yeah. And then he, he say on the mic to where everyone can hear, well, I can beat AJ. I have his number. I'm challenging him Tuesday night right. for the championship. Right. And then the crowd at home would have got that it wasn't just a normal heel turn, that they're not you know, cahoots. And then you still got the same effect with the result. But then we keep Ellsworth as this delusional shithead. That's just perfect. Cause that is what he well, is. And it's the layers because now Ambrose isn't just going to be happy with him, but like when he explains it, it's going to be like, I mean, it fucking makes sense. You know what right. I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. going to be pissed. He's going to yeah. dirty deeds him, which he did, which yes. was awesome. Just yes. walked in. Ellsworth was like, Hey, we're still cool. Right. right. He's nope. Bam. Bam. Out of there. Out of there. But he's not he's not filled with anger. He's just disappointed that he invested so much time into a stupid idiot. Yes, stupid idiot. All right, we'll move on to Raw at the 075. Says Kevin Owens can be the next Steve Austin if WWE creative gives him more liberties and let him do his own thing and his own writing. Hashtag to the table. At Katie no. First Lady says, Zane and Owens having another great match. Why are they not feuding over the title? Hashtag tweet the table. And at the Iceman, Forever says, another great match between Owens and Zane. They always deliver. Hashtag tweet the table. Look, 
uh, no one's going to be the next Steve Austin. You know why? Because mm. Steve Austin, Steve Austin. Dean Ambrose is going to be the next Dean Ambrose. Kevin Owens is going to be the next Kevin Owens. Sure. Stop. Stop doing this. Stop it. Okay. Stop so, it. so if, if let me have a semantical argument. If he meant uh, just the next person of that big. No, magnitude. because he's too witty and too creative and too lackadaisical. He Kevin Owens's character doesn't have the drive to ruin a show by giving power bombs to everyone until he gets his way. That's not that's yeah. sto- that's Steve Austin. That's Dean right. Ambrose. That's the that's the that's the every man uh, by his sheer force of will getting what he deserves. Right. Right. Yeah, Kevin right, and Owens, that is not what Kevin Owens is. No, not Kevin even close. Owens in that in that work atmosphere would write a passive aggressive letter to the entire company stating why he's better than everyone else. He's me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly. It's you. You are Kevin Owens. Um, yeah, so, maybe that's why I like that guy so much. Maybe. Yeah, I'm is. the guy who in a in a in, in a resignation letter when I was probably going to be fired soon enough anyway. Uh, wished my boss the best in his future endeavors. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And that's what Kevin yeah. Owens does. Yeah. And so yeah. that's why it doesn't equate to him being the next Steve Austin. Yeah. Uh, now, I do think he could definitely be the next number one heel, which arguably sure. you could say he is. Yep. But he needs that little thing. The one thing that's missing with Kevin Owens, and it's not his fault because he's just so fucking good, but he needs that bully Ray thing where it's like, I'm going to do awesome things, but you're going to hate it. Right. Because Bully Ray did amazing, amazing awesome things that I legitimately, if I was there, would have booed yeah. out of respect. Right. Yeah, because you know he'll take, I mean, like, he knows what he's doing is cool, but he's not out there trying to make the cool cats phrase or anything. And when they start to get on him, he fucking turns on him, right? Like, right. It's yeah. like, you're only the most, the biggest cynical of assholes if you don't at least boo this because you're supposed to, right? Like, I was good enough that you're going to play along, right? So Kevin Owens is amazing and great, but I think he's in that weird tweener role if they just allowed him to be who he was, that we would like him, but he would still do lie, cheat, and steal antics. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you either need to go lie, cheat, and steal babyface, or you need to have him make the decision like, I'm not selling T-shirts. I'm here to be the champion at all costs. I don't care if you like that I speak for 10 minutes or two seconds. You know, I think there's that aspect that's missing for him to be mm-hmm. either a true heel or you just abandon it and make him the cool baby face. Yeah, I like that too. At B underscore double underscore D says, how do you fill a three-hour raw with an hour's worth of replays? Hashtag tweet the table. Poor writing. At the Iceman Forever says, holy crap, Big Show has lost some serious weight. Hashtag tweet the table. At Chris Mercado 32 says, Big Show really slimmed down. Shall we start calling him the medium show? Hashtag tweet the table. And at Lady Undertaker says, yawn, Big Show is back. What will he do this time? Many face and heel turns? Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, he did that in one match. Yeah. God damn. And yeah, he looks, I mean, he looks good. I think he said he was 395. He's under 400 now. I think that was the only reason he was there. Hey, guys, you lost weight. Yeah. Throw him out there. Who cares? Who cares? At the Iceman Forever. Rich Swan is the man. He can dance almost as good as me. Hashtag tweet the table. And at Chris Mercado 32 says, and with that super kick from the champ, it's game over. 
for TJP. Hashtag tweet the table. Isn't it over for TJ Perkins anyway now? And like, you mean cruiserweights? Yes. That's done now, right? The cruiserweights? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that. Yeah, the 205. I mean, I'm lumping yeah. them all together. Yeah. I don't care about uh, Subway dancer Rich Swan. I don't care about video game dork uh, TJ Perkins. I don't care about disgruntled, fired postal worker Brian Kendrick. I just fuck them all. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. They're boring. Fired, They're disgruntled postal worker. Right? Yeah. Like, he's the guy that delivered your mail that then you haven't seen in a few weeks. You run into him at the grocery store. You're like, hey, Brian, what happened? He's like, they fired me because 9-11 was an inside job. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't know you are weird. <laughs> you know? Like, fucking weirdo. Like, that's him. You know? And TJ Perkins is going to come up to you and touch you on the shoulder while you're having a conversation <laughs> with someone else. You're like, what, man? I'm like, dude, I leveled up. Yeah, like, dude, check out leveled up means. Check out this uh, mod I have and shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right. And then the Rich Swan's gonna be the guy when you're like on a road trip or even just driving from your house to the bar, he's gonna oversing the song on the radio because he thinks he can do it better. Yeah. And then he's gonna sit in the passenger seat and do all the popping and the lock, and you're like, Would you fucking stop? We're at a red light, not a goddamn disco. You're shaking the car, Rich. You yeah. suck. Yeah, so Fucking they're nerds. all vanilla. All my friends are nerds. At the Rebel Trucker. <laughs> Big Josh, you got to send us that uh, clip again. I think I may have left it on the Cumulus servers. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag tweet the table. Did WWE not learn from their last fuck up of splitting up Lana and Rusev? Sounds like they did. At B underscore double underscore D. Is Rusev. Rusev is my spirit <laughs> animal. Hashtag tweet the table. At Chris Mercado 32. Enzo got fucked. Over. You can't trust a married woman. Hashtag tweet the table. At WIRCATA <laughs> says, at WIRCATA says, the original certified G. Ric Flair is in the house. Woo! Hashtag tweet the table. And that Lady Undertaker says, Flair and Enzo together could be trouble for every woman out there. Woo! How you doing? Hashtag tweet the table. That could be an interesting pairing. If Ric Flair was like grooming Enzo <laughs> to like be his like in his image, and even Cass could be like, that's how they, like they could split them apart. If Cass was gonna go like do his single run thing that he's inevitably gonna get someday, uh, he'd be like, really, dude, you're gonna fucking hang out with that old geezer and like fucking. And he'd be like, nah, man, he's G, he's G, and he'd be like, all right, whatever, dude, just go, you know. And they could have like an amicable split and just be like, whatever. And then we could have Ric Flair I, and Enzo. Can you imagine the greatness think- that would come out of that? Yeah, I think in two weeks, that's a segment. Picture this. Picture yeah. this. It's a segment where Enzo and Cass are at a bar, right? Yep. Enzo's still bruised and beat up, and he's like, man, I can't believe I fell for that Lana trick. Yeah. Man, you know, these women out here, you can't trust them. You can't trust them. And then a girl comes up, and Big Cass kind of looks at the girl for Enzo. He's like, hey, Enzo, there you go. And he's like, man, no, I don't trust no women. I don't trust no women. And Big Cass is like, man, I think you need – to get your game back. I think you need your swag back. And then Rick yeah. Flair just comes in. Yeah. And he's like, hey, man, I got a match with Titus O'Neil tonight. Yeah, yeah, I got to yeah. head to the arena. Yeah. You hang out with him, and you become a certified G again. And Ric Flair just smacks himself. Yeah. And, Woo! 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 and then and then Enzo does his little cocking back and forth thing, you know, his mm-hmm. little dance. Mm-hmm. And then Big Cass goes <laughs> off the screen. You you zoom in on uh, Ric Flair and Enzo looking at a woman, and then that's the end of yes. it. You catch up with them later. 
and they're grabbing seven women and they're walking out yes. of the bar and Enzo's like, how you doing? How and you get doing? A limo and that's it. That's fun. Right? Yes. Hire T-Mac. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. At Kitty First, a lady says, so Rick is going to help Charlotte win, right? That seems obvious. Hashtag tweet the table. At Chris Mercado 32 says, ah, an Iron Man match. The perfect way to end the Sarla Sasha feud. But will it be 30 minutes or 60? Hashtag tweet the table. At B 20. underscore double underscore D. Say 20. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely think they're, they'll, they'll go 60. They're the kind that have something to prove. Uh, somebody needs to tell WWE what last chapter in a feud means. It doesn't mean three more matches. Hashtag tweet the table. At Chris Mercado 32 says the queen proves yet again that she's the best heel on Raw. Hashtag tweet the table. And at WIRCATA says hell fucking yes. The queen's slapping Rick and beating the shit out of Sasha. Sasha who? Perfect way to end Raw. Hashtag tweet the table. I love that too. Uh, I love how she fucking just flipped it. It's great. They can't go 60. Cat. I bet they do. I guarantee you they do. The two greatest performers uh-huh. ever, uh-huh. Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, went 60 minutes, and that's still difficult to do, like to watch. And you want girls who are still jumping on their free throws to try to do 60 minutes? No. These girls are definitely going to lobby to do it. Oh, And Triple great. H is going to go to bat for them. I respect that so much. Uh, their, their willingness and their eagerness and their fire and drive to do it is something I respect beyond I, You'd be shocked if Triple H didn't twist somebody's arm to make that happen if they really want it because they'd be crying and they'd be like, right. this means everything. Respect, be like, hey, let's get, yeah. Yeah, I respect everything that they're working towards and trying to do. But evolution is evolution. And what I'm trying to tell you is when Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart do 60 minutes and then a little more, and it's sometimes hard to just legitimately – have a casual fan. Like next time you have a casual oh, fan, go, just yeah. say, have you ever seen the Iron Man match? And they go, no, play it for him. And I bet you try, tell them, go, don't get on your phone once. They will. Yeah. Yeah. Now imagine two, and I won't even say it's a women things. Just imagine two lesser athletes. Yeah. Then trying that. And then you tell that casual fan again, now watch this. They won't. Yeah. No, I agree. You're going to drive people away. I agree. I agree. So, no, 20 minutes. 45 minute man. <laughs> 11 minutes. Give them 11 minutes. No, Give I'm kidding. 30 minutes is fine. <laughs> At B underscore double underscore. D. Everybody can't wait for The Undertaker to show up. And here I am anxiously awaiting Emmalina. Hashtag Baywatch. Hashtag to the table. B A E watch. Yes, Oh, I read it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. She's pretty. She is. At WIRCATA. Wait. What? Triple H cost Rollins the title four months ago, and he only addresses it now? Well, okay, then. Hashtag tweet the table. It was when he was ready. Yeah, that's right. I call the shots. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I wasn't bothered by it till now. I forgot about it. <laughs> then I watched something on the WWE Network and reminded me, oh, yeah, that asshole. Yeah, yeah. I forgot why. That jerk. <laughs> Let's move on to SmackDown at B underscore double underscore. <clears throat> Enter Dirty Deeds Exit. Now that's the Ambrose I like to see. Hashtag suck at Ellsworth. Hashtag tweet the table. He's starting to get turned on, Ellsworth. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that was what was needed for Ambrose because Ambrose was starting to get booed too. Yep. He was starting to get overshadowed by Ellsworth and then not liked for anything he was really doing. I loved it, but you know what I mean? The crowd yep. reaction. Yep. And so I think that heel turn, even though it was predictable, was at the right moment. Yeah. At Mr. Fourth Row says, I don't know what's bigger, Alexa Bliss or the belt. Hashtag tweet the table. Toss it. At B underscore double underscore D. Ellsworth looks like a toy that was put in a microwave for 20 seconds. Hashtag tweet the table. He's drinking those chin and tonics. <laughs> At the ultimate one says, so I take it Luke Harper is going to hold the belts for Bray and Orton. Maybe polish them up once a week. Hashtag tweet the table. I like that I dynamic you- though. How he's like, doesn't trust it. You know, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you he uses the title to hit one of them, whoever he turns on, which I hope it's Wyatt. I bet you he uses that pose and then he takes the title and like hits Wyatt over the head and then Orton and uh, Harper putting in the boots to uh, Wyatt while yeah. he's already on the ground. That's what just, oh, that would be perfect because everyone, when they see it mentally checks out like, oh, that looks cool. That's a great visual. What's next, right? That's yeah. the end scene. So if you have the end scene and then say, aha, psych, here's the turn. That's perfect. Yeah. Yep. At B underscore double underscore D. Carmella even makes a black eye look gorgeous. Hashtag tweet the table. I think she's very pretty. I mean, but she's like very pretty, but gorgeous. I'm just, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I like her. I mean, I'd hit you on her if I was trying? like, you know, if I was like a single guy in the club, I'd be like, hey, what up? <laughs> Give us your line. Give us your line. Oh, I, I don't know. I, I wasn't so a line. Kick guy. her out of bed twice. Or oh, whatever. yeah. I wouldn't kick her out of bed again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At B underscore double underscore. D. I think it's 100% time for The Miz to get his due. He has evolved into a phenomenal heel. Hashtag tweet the table. I agree, but then how do you get the title off of him? How do you yeah. get the title off? Without him losing it legitimately, how do you get the title off of him and then get him in the main event picture? Let's you see. can't have him be a babyface, so Maurice can't cost him the title. No, yeah, no, it's just got to be, you know, I mean, somebody, you've got to build up somebody that can somehow overpower the cheating techniques of Maurice, right? So, or, ooh, or, I just came up with this, yeah. or you do this, you do a, I hate the word fatal, but this is what they call it, a fatal four way. Yeah. Uh huh. Or a fatal five way. Let's say fatal right. four way, just because okay. it's funner to say. Not a six pack challenge. There you go. Six-pack challenge, right? Six-pack challenge. And they're all out there toward the Intercontinental title. That's the one where, like, you can win it for, like, a minute and a half, right? Like, you can, like, you, oh, if no, you no, pin no, no. the I'm guy. I'm just talking about, like, it's a, a free-for-all. One versus one versus one yeah. versus one. What was that match, though, like, where you could pin somebody and be the champion? Oh, the for, championship scramble? The championship scramble. That's what we're having yeah. here. Yep. All right. No, no, no. This yeah, is just no. a six-pack challenge. <laughs> no, damn it. But what, right. you do, what you do is you have the five guys all team up and eliminate Miz first. Yeah. So they treat him like he's the big show, you know, in the battle Royals, but they all put the boots to him. They all do the finishers and then whoever pins them. Yeah. Pins so them. it took, yeah, that way he still looks strong. He looks strong. And then he has a gripe with the WWE roster because he says, you guys are all against me. And despite you, I'm going for bigger things, not just the IC title. I'm going for the world. So here's how you do that. You put somebody who's like definitely in the main event level. You put them in that match, even though it's an IC one. So that could be the person he goes after. So he has that one little quick program. He goes for the world title. Just even right away, you think? 
Yeah, he says, oh, you want to gang up on me? I'm going for bigger things than the IC title. I, gotcha. I will rule this yeah, place. If I've got to fight everybody, I might as well get the biggest prize out of here. Right. This is all a plan from Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Daniel Bryan, I will have all the power. I he will should be always call the them champion. awards. He should call the titles awards since he's like the – He's like, I'm going to win the biggest award of the, you know what I mean? Like, right. yeah, I'm going to yes. get that best performer, right? Like, mm-hmm. he can call himself the best performer. Yes. Well, he's doing that participation awards thing. That's yes. great. Yep. All right. Uh, at, at Chris Mercado 32 says, The Ascension have had the same t shirt for two years. Nothing they say can make me take them seriously. Hashtag tweet the table. And at B underscore double underscore D says, The Ascension are what goes bump in the dark. Match. Hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> uh, you know what would be cool for them? Huh. The Ascension. And they can't do it now because Wyatt and Orton are the tag team champions. Yep. But since everyone loves to reminisce and equate this person was this person and that was that and all this stuff and nostalgic is amazing and let's just keep doing old shit because that's the best. If you're going to keep going with that logic of how the world is working right now, use Bray Wyatt as the undertaker and you use the ascension as the apa ministry of darkness and they're the tag team that represents wyatt's yeah. family yeah yeah i was trying the to same think of thing. i was trying to think of what else they could do but yeah i mean yeah and why it's gotten less country and more of that like hot topic style lately so maybe which i think was a good move on his part for merch sales for sure yeah i don't know man yeah the ascension that's I, what i, I would do yeah. If, if if you're if you're putting a gun to my head, theoretically, and yeah. you're saying you have to get the ascension over the quickest way possible, I say do that. Yeah, definitely. I think if you have the time and Bray Wyatt's still doing that style of character in a couple of years, I definitely think that's an easy pairing to make. But will the ascension just be fucking f- completely flat by then? So yeah, if you had to get him over now, I guess yeah. Yeah, if I had to get him over by WrestleMania time, I would create a Wyatt juggernaut takeover of SmackDown, and their tag team would be the Ascension. Those guys and just don't Luke have Harper. any chemistry, man. The Ascension. What? They, they, they just have no chemistry. The Ascension. Neither of those guys have any charisma. They have no... They're just, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they look cool. Yeah, I guess. But that's it. Not really, though. They look like... You said it. The guy Victor looks like he works at fucking Walmart and like you know, like a, a, a overnight stock guy. Like he's the guy working in the electronics section at Walmart at 10 p.m. Right? Which one's Victor? Is he the big one? Well, I I don't know. Then I maybe I even have the names wrong. I don't know. The one with the fucking like goatee and the in the yeah. receding hairline with the long hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He looks like the night manager of the electronics. Yeah. Like he's, he's got there all the, for keys. the midnight release of he's the gotta, WWE game. He's got to open the thing for you to get your video game, yeah. right? <laughs> and then Connor's guy. the guy that will change your oil and then like help you with the flat tire in the Walmart, uh, like uh, automotive section. Yeah, yeah, yes, and that's how they know each other. Yeah, uh-huh. and they were like, "Hey man, we're gonna go become wrestlers," and they're like, "Yeah, yeah. let's do a let's do an evil gothic gimmick." And fuck, of course. All right, <laughs> let's go into over the top. These are over the top. At bartender underscore all WC. I am thankful for this wrestling community for keeping me in the loop and entertained during my long night of studying. Hashtag tweet the table. What are you studying? Yeah, what are you studying? There you go. Let us know. At Katie first. Lady. Boring. At least I email every week. And the fact first is in my name is giving me that privilege now. Hashtag tweet the table. Woo. 
Kitty coming out fiery on the on the Kata. Yeah, we didn't say she's. Yeah, boring. we didn't say it. No, that's what she was saying to Kata. Yep. Good. At Living Legend One Forty Eight. Fact. True fact. The Bollywood Boys are the current GFW Tag Team Champions. Hmm. Who cares? What happened to GFW? Hashtag tweet the table. GFW. That was one of the things. You know, I don't get a lot of things right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot that, that I miss. Yeah, but you I told nailed you that. that. Just, yeah. just like this is going to suck and it's going to be nothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's Jeff Jared. It's Jeff Jared. He's never Jared. done anything well. No, he sucks. He sucks at every part of being a person. Yeah, he he's like... He's just that guy that was like always around when somebody better was doing something. He's like, hey, I can kind of do some of that too. <laughs> like, He's the Forrest Gump of pro wrestling. He was always around when other people were doing cool yeah, shit. But not even that. Like, at least he's a, uh, you know what I mean? Like, w- well intended. Like, Jared's just like, he's the. I, I don't even know, man. Who got rich because some their friend was famous? He's the P. Diddy. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, at least P. Diddy went on to actually like have success. So he's the mean street posse. Yeah, he's the mean street posse <laughs> of country wrestling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at bar, excuse me, at bartender underscore all WC. Thankful for NXT going strong, even when the main roster cherry picked that roster. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, they're they're still keeping afloat and doing some fun things. Yeah, they're I doing like. fun. At the ultimate one says, why is the Royal Rumble match being advertised as Goldberg versus Lesnar? Hashtag tweet the table. Who I didn't did you see that? I didn't see Well, that. but that's just how they're I mean, like all the posters are that. Like it's just it's all about well, Goldberg Lesnar. Because well, so right now it's because those two don't have it they're not gonna do anything until that pay per view. So you can't distract a Seth Rollins in the rumble thing, because then what if he wins the title at Roadblock or yeah. Monday Night Raw yeah. or you know what I mean? So at B underscore double underscore D. I love how even though Cena has been gone for a while, AJ still throws shade at him every time he's announced. Hashtag tweet the table. He should always do it forever and ever and yeah. ever. Yeah. Like when Cena goes into the Hall of Fame, AJ should stand up and like, you never beat me. Yeah. And then yeah. Just sit down. <laughs> yeah. Hey, remember when I beat up John Cena? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Final one at GBL 316 says hashtag tweet the table. Quote of show 175 from T-Mac. A pedigree is a curb stomp you do with your dick or vagina. Hashtag Rafflemau. Hashtag literally. Hey. <laughs> your ass he came off from laughing. Okay. <laughs> that was a great tweet. Oh, that was fun. All right. That was hashtag tweet the table. That means we are going to take a break. We'll come back and answer uh, some of your thoughts in more long form. We did that on the emails when we return to the Spanish announce table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and... A five-year-old Chinese boy became the youngest pilot of all time. Why on that plane? Training Topics Network, Deckham! This is Rob Schamberger, the Artist of Champions, and you're listening to the Spanish Announce Table. Emails, tableshow at gmail.com. Send us your any and every wrestling thought. Any question you have that might take a little bit longer to answer than on Tweet the Table. 
Send it here, tableshow at gmail.com. That's also where you can donate your money on the PayPal. Help us uh, keep the lights on, as they like to say over and over again in radio and podcast. But the lights are already on. What we need is drink money. We need tickets to shows. We need tickets to events. That's how you can sponsor us. Or really, not even that. I mean, that would be great. But really, I always take it as a, if you give us a dollar, then that means that you like what we're doing. So show your support financially by saying, here's a dollar I enjoyed last week's episode. One person was rolling on the floor laughing. His ass hop. His ass isn't there anymore. He He literally literally doesn't have an ass. That's what he said. Yeah. He said literally. Then you got to keep rolling, rolling on, the, on floor the floor after your ass falls off. That's got to hurt, and you're laughing through the pain. And you enjoyed it that much. So send us a dollar if you enjoyed it that much. That's all we're saying. Yeah. And, uh, oh, hey, one other uh, quick Vegas story I was going to tell oh, yeah. on the podcast. Yep. Uh, so if you're what friends with me on Vegas? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever it is, all those social media things, which I wish we could just consolidate that to where I make one post and it goes to all three. You know what I mean? Can we someone do that? I ain't doing that. <laughs> but uh, I met Dana White over uh, the the weekend. Yep. And uh, here, here's a funny story. Tell him about the show. <laughs> what? You should have told him about the show. Well, no, I did. Well, I didn't. I know you him. didn't. I yeah. wouldn't have either. <laughs> right. But what I did do is uh, I walked up to him and I kind of pushed one of his bodyguards. He has two bodyguards with him at all times because. Yeah. You never know who's yeah, going to walk up, right. right? Yeah. And I didn't like push him. That that was exaggerating. But I kind of like sidestepped him and I put my hand on one of their uh, shoulders and I moved him to the side. And I was like, hey, Dana, can I get a picture? He's like, yep. And I was like, uh, I was like, hey, man, uh, you know, we took the picture and I go, hey, man, Zach Cummings, James Krause, and you just saw Tim Elliott bring a UFC to Kansas City. He's like, we're coming. I promise next year. I was like, that's great. He goes, yeah, man, I promise we're coming. And then I go. Oh, wait. In my mind, I said, oh, wait. I go, oh, wait. And then I said out loud, I go, you said that in 2010 when we met. You better be coming. <laughs> he goes, I swear, man, we're coming. You for like, really? Right, cool, man. Yeah, I said that. I go, hey, when we met in 2010, you said you're coming. Now, he didn't say next year, but he said we're coming. And so this time he goes, we're coming next year, I promise. And then I said, uh, you said that in 2010 when we met. And he goes, I promise we're coming. And then like more people were coming around like us. So then he walked off and took off. But I was like, <laughs> told him off. That's funny. It's like, hey, <laughs> you're funny. a liar. <laughs> yeah. I was like, hey. Because I was like, I was hey. sitting there and I was kind of not. I'm not a battered wife, talking. Dana White. I'm not going to keep taking your abuse. Right. <laughs> and I wasn't. uh like starstruck but i was trying to comprehend my thoughts and then i was like wait a minute he said that 2010 the expo and then i was like hey you said that then he's like no i swear we're coming next year great i did get starstruck by bj penn which if you don't know who bj penn is he is like well first off he's the first ufc fighter to hold two belts in two different weight divisions not at the same time but he was the lightweight champion and welterweight champion no guy other than now conor mcgregor has ever held two belts in two different weight classes anthony pettis could do that as the interim champion this saturday but that's a different story but the funny thing with that is uh hanging out young matt waters is a good friend of ours and like hey man i was like, so good man actually i just ran into bj penn it's like holy shit like i i'm a big huge fan of bj penn he's a legend he is like superstar billy graham 
like that level but in MMA. You know what I mean? Like he's Dusty Rhodes, Ric Flair type, right? Yeah, I get you. And so we were uh, I was like, man, that would be cool if we we could uh meet him. And so in on the elevator, I was like, I'm gonna find him. I swear I'm gonna find him. Elevator doors open, we take two steps, and there he was. And I go, Oh shit. <laughs> I, like, okay. oh. I was like, hey man, hey. I was like, can I get a photo? He's like, of course, of course, man. I was like, dude, you're one of the greatest of all times. He's like, oh man, I appreciate it. he pointed at his coach. He's like, that's one of the greatest of all times. I was like, yeah, man, can I get a picture with you? <laughs> yeah. Fuck I that guy. And then he's like, thanks, guys. I was like, hey man, hope to see you at the weigh-ins. He's like, Yeah, I'll be there. And then when I saw him at the weigh-ins, I waved, he waved back, but that was it. But uh yeah, so that was my two He's fun like, oh, stories. Uh, there's that cute slow kid that, that we took a picture with in the elevator. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, I was just like, I'm going to find him. And then I got off and I got starstruck. I go, oh, shit. <laughs> Anyhow. Hey. All right, emails. Emails. Let's get into it. We always kicked him off every single time with Katie the First. Lady. He says, well. what's up, guys? How'd you like TLC? I thought it was a good show. With the main event being my favorite match of the night. Now, I know we have Roadblock coming up, but I'm focusing on the Royal Rumble and whom I think will win. Some would say with Lesnar and Goldberg, it seems like a given that one of them would win. However, I think given the fact that the chemistry has been gold between best friends and now seeming, uh, seemingly enemies, I believe Chris Jericho should and have his title match should win and have his title match against Kevin Owens. The story between these two has been must-see TV and a huge title match at Mania would be great to watch, provided Jericho will still be around. One last thing, Charlotte is the best heel right now in WWE. That's all. Talk to you next week. Later, Katie, the first. Lady. I agree. Charlotte is the best heel across the board. Yes. Across the board. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now. I don't know. Chew ice mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. microphone. Yep, that's what I do here. <laughs> Fuck them. Hey, I haven't seen any of them PayPal donations coming anytime soon. You want me to stop chewing ice, belching? You know what I mean? Like, hey, let's come up. You want professionalism? I need to be professionally uh, compensated. <laughs> you just gave up, right? Just you know. Uh, it's funny. Lucky okay, I'm ahead. sitting here tonight. Charlotte. <laughs> Charlotte is the best heel. I, yeah. I think that. I um, said that a few weeks ago. I thought yeah, she was uh-huh. the best heel on Raw. Uh, regarding Owens and Jericho, I, I, Jericho is leaving sometime. I saw recently that like he's got to go because of some Fozzie stuff sometime. Um, I don't know exactly when that is, though. I don't know if that'll be able for him to do. And I, I, Jericho, yeah. I doubt. I doubt he's winning a rumble. I doubt they're. No, 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 no. no. What I would do this is what this is what I would do if I was booking it. If T Mac was booking it, James Ellsworth. No, no. no. <laughs> well, I'm talking about with Owens and uh, Jericho. Oh yeah, I gotcha. I would have Owens eliminate Jericho. No, because Owens, I want it as a champion. So basically, I would have Owens do that power bomb to Jericho backstage on a car or on something hard that takes him out of commission. Then you time that up perfectly with Finn Baylor coming back. Uh, Finn and Kevin Owens go for the title, go for the title, go for the title. Finn gets the title back. Owens the next night after losing on a pay-per-view says, Ben, I want my revenge, you know, come out. I want my rematch right now. And then Jericho's music hits Jericho walks out, and then you have the Jericho Owens feud. Yeah, 
That's good. Man. That is good. Yeah. Fuck I yeah, saw this uh, picture of Anthony Gutierrez getting some training. Gutierrez. What did I say? Gutierrez. Oh. Yeah, I like to I like to mispronounce that sometimes. Uh but uh yeah, putting in some work over there. A little shark bait. Yeah, when he when he decides he's gonna do something, he fucking does it. I mean he was the number one prospect in the world in two thousand thirteen. Tony Side Salad. I gave him that nickname. You see, he also put up Tony Tickets. <laughs> Tony like, Tickets. Tony I tickets. like that one, too. I That's like that really one. Good one. That is a good one. All right, here we go. Next you were Tommy Tsunami. Thanks, I Katie. Yeah. Tommy Tsunami. Two abs, T-Mac. Tommy Gun. I'm also T-Mac Twitty. I'm also... Two abs, T-Mac. Uh, uh, huh? Two abs, T-Mac. Two abs, T-Mac. Yeah. I'm also... Uh, <laughs> My grandma's favorite grandson just yeah. asked my grandma. Mm-hmm. No, that's grown. Yep. Uh, I stole that. But that's all that I am. Let's get to the next email. Vanilla Gorilla. My nicknames. All right. <laughs> all right. It says, yeah. It says, hey, guys. Hey. GMAC, I hope you had an awesome time in Sin City. Mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. Captain, we did it again. K-State beat mm-hmm. the shit out of TCU. They, they put it on them. Beat the shit out of them. Hope you had a great week as well. Did. Now. On to some wrestling talk. Yep. Well, TLC just happened, and it was better than I expected. Arguably the best show since the brand splits pay-per-views started. Mm. The best Mm. part for me was seeing Orton and Wyatt win the tag titles. Yeah. I expected an Orton turn, but it seems to be a great spot for Bray to be in. With that being said, do you guys expect a turn from either guy anytime soon? If so, when? Do you want to stop there? What's soon? I mean, like... Not in the next three, four before weeks Rumble. at least. Before Rumble. No, probably not before Rumble. You might see something happen at Rumble that plants the seeds leading to them facing off at Mania. You know, if they don't have anything planned for either of those guys, that seems like an easy Ooh. book. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, not. I, I, w- I would doubt before then. I would keep them as a heel faction to get some type of crazy cool entrance for WrestleMania. Yeah, me too. It feels, at least for now, it's going so well. Yeah, I would have them and American Alpha for the titles at WrestleMania. I like that, yeah. American Alpha. Yeah, I would do that. Fuck with them a lot, leading between Rumble and Mania, right? Right. Yep, yep. And then I would have the split, and then the blow-off from the split happen at SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah, that's long. All right, all right. Yep. All right, and sticking with tag team talk, I'm so sick of the New Day. Their title run has ran its course a long time ago. They have to drop them soon, right? But to who? Enzo and Cass? Cesaro and Sheamus? The Rubber Band Club? I think what you said, you've got to turn them heel, and they've got to drop the belts to Enzo and Cass. Because Enzo and Cass can handle the Cesaro and Sheamus. That could be an easily an easy feud uh, for those two to go at it. But the New Day is just, they're done in this capacity at least, right? Mm-hmm. So you yep. turn them heel, let them have you know one or two victories, and then then it's you know end zone cast take the belt. That's I agree completely. Mm-hmm. All right, thanks guys. That's all for now. Until next week, adios, Chris Mercado. I like that fucking guy. P.S. Is- it's oh, finals week next week. Yeah. Wish me luck. Oh, good luck. That sucks. I hate yeah. that. Oh, I hate that. Oh, cramming. Like writing on like index cards care. and shit and trying to read and trying to remember because it's all just yeah. rote memorization. Yeah. 
Oh, oh sucks. not if you're a broadcast major, because then that, that's yeah. when your projects are due. Right, so your yeah, the projects. Short film oh. or your oh. uh, or your resume reel yes. for a news God, story. God, your capstone project. Did you do one of those? Oh God, God damn yeah. it! Oh, I hated that. Yeah, and then like that. your. I always remember in my. Uh, uh, my uh, film class. I was watching the film that I did. We got we you got to partner up so yeah. that you know it wasn't like, entirely on you. But I remember me and my partner Brett. We were just watching over and over every frame, and we're like, "The lighting sucks in this. Should we reshoot?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Fuck, dude, it's due in eight o'clock in the morning." Fuck, and we just watch everything, and we're just like, "God damn it, we got an A minus on it." But nice, uh, and it was because of lighting. I remember that the lighting right. sucked. Yeah, but I was just like, God damn it. We had, it uh, we had, it was one class, I can't remember, we, one of the coolest teachers we had, and, and so, uh, you know, in um, communications, you're taking classes with the same fucking people over and over um, again, you know what I mean? Um, so, uh, we had to do this one where we just had to do some project, and I, I, it was a loose description, right? He wanted us to be creative with it, right? And so, we were all working at the student radio station. So we said, we'll just make a radio show and talk about these different media. It was like a philosophers of media, basically, right? And uh, I remember showing up the day of, and I was like, fuck, which guy did I have again? And they were like, you had Kant. And I was like, uh, shit, what, what was his gimmick again? <laughs> like, what was this thing? And they tell me, and I just bullshit every time. Like, they came to me and asked me a question. I was like, oh, so he's the guy that, like, it says this, right? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, all right, cool, I got it. And they were like, and when we got done, they were like, man, how'd you come in here the least fucking prepared and sounded the fucking best? And I was like, because I know how to bullshit, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. yeah, we got an A on that, too. We called it Ethan on Ethics, and I did some cheesy fucking uh, royalty-free music and did a, a fucking bullshit voiceover for it. You know, I was like, Ethan on Ethics. <laughs> we did it all in like 10 minutes. And he was like, this is great. Awesome. It was like your whole grade for the class, too, was fucking one. Yeah, because that's how they all were. You yeah. know what I mean? You were oh. working every week towards that final and the final was your film. Our film was uh, me and Brett both worked at the bridge, the Mm -hmm. radio station, the campus radio station. Yeah. And so we still had to do our radio show, like our radio ships. I was six to midnight Monday through Friday. And so I was like, I still have to do that and I have to do this film. So what we're going to do is we're going to base the film around the radio station. So I played a radio DJ that was really popular one of my uh, best fans was annoying me, so I got pissed at him and I hung up on him on air, like I embarrassed him. And then he, uh, to get his revenge, drove up to the radio station and killed me. <laughs> nice. It was cool. I, I mean, we did a suspense thriller. Yeah. And that's when I used Psycho Sid's music. Yeah. I used Undertaker's music. Like, yes. I used a lot. I used all WWE music on that. I gave a uh, five minute speech for public speaking on why you should give me money. Got an A for that. That was fun. That is yeah. fun. Yeah. Oh, I speech. broke it down about how like philanthropy uh, raises serotonin levels in the thing. You know what I mean? Like and all that kind of stuff. And I broke down like how much it costs to raise a child from zero to eighteen. And I was like, and I've got two of them. I was like, right? So, you know, I was like, I need all the help I can get over here. Yeah. I did oh, a radio the- project where all I did was play famous sports clips. I just said what they were and then played the sports clip. Yeah. <laughs> and that was my project. I got to be on it. They just said I needed to talk more, but it was like 10 minutes long. And I said probably a minute and a half. And the rest yeah. of it was like, Kirk Gibson hits a home run. Joe Montana throws a touchdown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you know how to bullshit, you can get a communications degree real fucking easy. Real. Right. Look at us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Final one. We were hoping to read this fourth, but we only got three emails. It's Mr. Fourth Row. 
He is Mr. Fourth Row. Yeah, so we were going to read him fourth because we're cool like that, right? We can make connections yes, like course. that in our so we brain. We need more emails, obviously. Yeah. So whoever thought about emailing but didn't, I blame you. Yep, you're to blame. You, you are you the are. one you know that <laughs> just know that Mr. Fourth Row is going to have trouble sleeping tonight because you didn't email. Yeah, yeah. now he has to sit an entire row closer and his whole gimmick is ruined. Fucking selfish, man. You know? Yeah. You let everybody down. Most By importantly, the time Mr. Fourth Row. a giraffe drinks coffee, it gets cold to its belly and you can't even write the uh, so, so now the Spanish announce table. Mr. Fourth Row has to sit in the fourth row behind an empty seat in the third row and look awkward, right? Because he's like, no, this is my thing, guys. Yep. Way you know what I mean? Because of you. He's got, you got to make him socially awkward. Hello, there's a, all. There's a five-year-old that knows how to fly a plane, that taught himself yeah. how to fly a plane, but mm-hmm. you can't write the Spanish announce table? Yeah. Right? Selfish. Selfish jerks. Love we you. figured out how to sit from our homes and let you hear the sounds of our sweet voice, and you can't send us an email. Gosh, man. Right? You know? Took and this is my kind, favorite segment. This took all kinds of mechanical and and engineering just feats to make this happen. Not even an email. Nah, I'm saying better. It. I'm saying you should probably want to send us a dollar. You know? Please? I mean, I'm saying. He says, hello, all. My topic this week is that I miss the days where we had more characters in wrestling, such as the Hurricane and the Ultimate Warrior. Is there still a place for characters in today's environment, or has the business just evolved beyond that? Any other thoughts about characters? Once again, that's my view, not from the cheap seats, not from the most expensive seats, but from the fourth row. Mr. Fourth Row. Uh, I definitely think there is. You run into a problem of... Your writing has to be good when you do character-driven storyline, right? It has to have layers. It has to have layers. You can't take it too gimmicky. It's got to be. That's the reason why I always equate to when a sitcom gets old and it gets gimmicky because they've run out of stuff and they have to keep pushing the envelope. So, like, the stupid person had some mildly stupid layers, but by Series 7, they're just the most absolute dipshit, can't even tie their shoes, right? Right. The, yeah, the, they become a shtick the, of what they were. Right. The promiscuous woman becomes a raging slut. The, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's it's that way in character writing because, you know what I mean? You run out of ideas. So you got to have the turnover. You got to keep going. You got to be looking for the good writers and you've got to pay for them. They're pay me. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take some money. Yeah. I can All do right. it. Uh, you can do it. We They're actually, uh, you can apply to be a writer. I retweeted it on my Twitter if you want to be a writer for WWE. WWE. Why don't you do it? I've already applied. Do it again. I might. You might. Bitch, I might. Yeah. All right, now let's move into a way to, to lift your spirits if you were down on wrestling this week with T-Max 3Ps. is going to give you three things to be positive about in wrestling. T-Max, P1. Yeah, that's my declaration because I'm going to be positive for the rest of the year. P1, it is. Because I don't think I've put them on here since the brand split, and that's my own fault. So this is a more uh, lifetime achievement award okay. since the brand split. But it's AJ Styles is the greatest professional wrestler yes. in the world. He's great. Is he right the now. best on the mic? Eh. Is he best in the ring? You could even argue some people. You know, it shouldn't say Nakamura. But you'll say so best like, all uh, around. But hands down, if you had, since so yeah, if, is the best if guy. this were Madden, right? You might have some faster guys, you might have some stronger mm-hmm. guys, but nobody has nines across the board, right? And that's right. AJ Styles. 
Yeah, as like if if this was a quarterback, he'd be Tom Brady, right? Yeah. So Aaron Rodgers can throw it farther. Cam Newton can run it. Yeah. Uh, you know, other guys can read defenses, but yeah. no one does what Tom. Alex Brady Smith does. can check down like a motherfucker. All right. Yeah, right. he lives on that <laughs> Republican check down. Yeah. Check, check down, down the stand. <laughs> check right. down Republic. Check down Republic. Yeah. All right, but it's AJ Styles. He's the greatest professional wrestler in the world. 2016. If he is not your number one professional wrestler, then your list is invalid. That's my opinion, and I'm positive about it. All right. And I'm positive about AJ Styles. Yeah, P2. P2. It is a, another nod and kudos to Charlotte. This is the second time now in the last few weeks that she's main to main evented the show. Now it was a promo, not a match, but she carried it. Sasha just laid around. Sasha literally like, you know, ran awkwardly down the ramp, yeah, got kicked in the face. And then good. Charlotte just looked at flair and just made it about, it didn't even, Charlotte didn't even need to be there. Or yeah, not Charlotte. Sasha. Sasha didn't even need to yeah, be there. No. Charlotte yeah. is the man. She's great. She's awesome. Yeah. He's the woman, I should say. Yes. P3. <laughs> uh, P3. And this is a, I'm loving this. I'm loving it. Yeah. It's Wyatt and Orton. Like yeah. I said, how yeah. cool are they? They are cool. I mean, I want to do that. I yeah. want to get you and another <laughs> friend that has long hair and a beard. And I want to be Orton. You be Wyatt and someone be Harper. Yeah. And I love when Orton just wears that fucking for some reason sleeveless vest with yeah. no shirt yeah it's like a, it's a, a hood on it's, it's a hoodie cold. vest yeah yeah a hoodie vest did a you see vest. how talking smack how they just started off too no they were uh-uh. the yeah so talking smack didn't start off with like renee young and oh Dana wow Ryan was did that nice yeah i gotta watch talking so smack cool. again i didn't see it this week yeah watch it it's good i love um, that show a p4 just because I'm loving what you're doing mid-card and keep on doing what you're doing. Baron Corbin, Kansas City stand-up. He is killing it. He is killing it. I like it. All right. That was the four Ps. Nice. Let's take a break. We will come – let's take a break for a week. We'll come back and (laughs) we'll come back for episode 177 on the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And every year, October 8th, is celebrated as World Zombie Training Topics Network.com.